0: This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Filla. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Hello and welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is podcast number 26, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about intermittent fasting. So I went um, out to Salt Lake City this summer and I was with a friend, and I have struggled since having baby number eight to lose weight. I have done different um, lifestyle changes, things like, I've done different things like the Whole30, I have, um, we eat healthy, you know, on a regular basis. So it wasn't really like the foods we were eating, but I hadn't found anything that was really working for me. And I kind of felt stuck because I wasn't on like a rigorous um, exercise routine or I wasn't sticking to like a strict diet. And I didn't really want to start a strict diet, in all honesty. I wanted to do something that I was going to be able to stick with regardless. So, you know, between eating healthy, which we were already doing, and um, the plethora of other things, I just was looking for something else that would be more of a lifestyle change, something that would be healthy all the way around. And so a friend of mine mentioned to me um, intermittent fasting, and I really hadn't heard about it, but I knew that fasting in general was biblical. Like they talk about fasting a lot in the Bible, and it was actually a common way of life. It was a way of reparation for things that had been done, but it was also, you know, food wasn't necessarily thought of in the same context that we think of food now depending upon where you live and how you go about things, almost every social gathering that we go to is somehow related to or centered around food. <laughs> and so the thought of intermittent fasting just it intrigued me. And I, from everything I had learned about it that she had shared with me, I wanted to learn more. So I kind of was looking into some of the health benefits of intermittent fasting. And really what intermittent fasting is, is a is an eating pattern where you cycle between eating and not eating, eating and fasting. Um, There's many different types of intermittent fasting. The most common one you're going to hear is a 16-8 is what they say. And what it means is that for 16 hours in a day, straight hours together, not broken up, you don't eat. So if you stopped eating at 6 p.m., you would not eat again until 10 a.m. So it's 16 hours of fasting with 8 hours of eating. Um, There's other types of fasting out there, intermittent fasting. Some people, when I first started intermittent fasting, I actually did um, closer to 12 hours of fasting, and then I went up to 14 hours of fasting, and then 15, and then 16. And there are times where I might do 15 hours of fasting or 14 hours because it's Sunday morning and my family likes to eat together or whatever. But in general, the rule is that I do 16 hours of fasting and about eight hours of eating. Sometimes I'll do 17 hours of fasting and seven hours of eating. So it really just depends. But what your goal is, is to have 16 hours where you're not eating. There's a lot of studies that show it can have very beneficial effects for your body and for your brain, which is, is huge because we have a lot of brain um, issues going on out there, things like Alzheimer's and dementia, and that all relates to how how our brain works. So intermittent fasting changes the function of our cells, genes, and hormones. When you are not eating for several hours or for long periods of time, several things can happen in your body. For example, uh, your body initiates important cellular repair process and changes the hormone levels to make stored body fat more accessible. So it's 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 getting rid of that stored body fat. Um, some of the changes that occur when you are doing intermittent fasting are things like your insulin levels. The blood level of your insulin drops significant, significantly, which facilitates fat burning and can also decrease your chances of ending up. If you are somebody predisposed to type 2 diabetes, this would be a good thing for you to try because some of the studies are showing that people that are genetically um, predisposition for type 2 di- diabetes with this lifestyle change can actually decrease their um, chances of getting it. This also has a huge effect on cellular repair. When we're not giving our body... Um, food for a certain amount of hours it changes how our cells are formed and it changes the effects that the food has on our cells. So it can help repair removing um, waste that wasteful materials in our cells, and it also can help repair some of the gene issues that we might be having at a cellular level because we are fasting. We are helping regenerate that. So many of the benefits of intermittent fasting are related to the changes that we see in our hormones and our um, the function of our cells. So the bottom line, when you fast, insulin levels can drop, the human growth hormones increase, your cells initiate important cellular repair processes, which can help with any of those uh those gene issues that you might be having underlying that maybe you don't even know about right now. So all in all, it's just really, really healthy at a cellular level in your body. Another thing with intermittent fasting that it can be really helpful with losing that belly weight. So you'll see a million and a half different ways like cut belly fat this way, cut belly fat that way. And the nice thing about intermittent fasting is that's already doing that for you. By intermittent fasting, in general, you are eating less meals because you're eating for a shorter period of time. So unless you are taking those meals and doubling or tripling them, you're already reducing the amount of calories that you're intaking. Um, In addition, intermittent fasting enhances our hormone function to facilitate weight loss. When we're facilitating that weight loss, the lower insulin levels and the higher growth hormone levels and increased amount of um, Neonephrin, all increase in the breakdown of body fat, and it's facilita- and facilitates it more for energy. So we end up having a little bit more energy through this whole process anyway. In other words, intermittent fasting works on both sides of the calorie equation. It boosts your metabolic rate and it reduces the amount of food that you're going to consume because obviously you're only eating for a shorter period or you're eating for a shorter period of time, so you're not having to eat as many. Um, They actually did a study on this, and so in some of the literature, in 2014, intermittent fasting can cause weight loss of 3 to 8% over three to 24 weeks. And that's a huge amount. And I can myself can attest to that because when I started the intermittent fasting, I didn't change the way I was eating. I was eating the exact same way I had before eating healthy foods. I had already cut out things like grains. It's not that I never have a piece of bread or, you know, never have any kind of dairy, but I had really cut a lot of that out of my system because I feel better when I'm not eating it. But By continuing the same way of eating, but doing it for those allotted amount of times, I'm not hungry in between, you know, I'm not really hungry for those 16 hours. When I feel the need to eat, it's more so out of habit or the social setting that I'm in, like, or the fact that whatever food is being offered is something that looks really good to me. So it's not like you you're depriving yourself. But with that, the three to 8% over three to 24 weeks, that is a huge amount. And it is, it is quite accurate. Because like I said, when I started it, I wasn't doing anything different. I didn't add anything else in I didn't change, like how I was eating to a totally different lifestyle. All I did was the fasting and the weight started to come off. Um, People also lost 4 to 7% of their waist circumference. And this is another thing. I guess I haven't figured out the percentage that I personally have lost, but I have lost a lot. And a lot of it's been around the midsection, which is where I've held on to weight due to having babies and having that little baby belly and all that other stuff. So um, it's just very, you know, intermittent fasting helps you eat fe- fewer calories while boosting your metabolism metabolism. And it's effective to lose that belly fat where, you know, or the fat in the belly area where most people are trying to lose it. Another thing with intermittent fasting is that it can reduce oxidative stress and inflammation in the body. And a lot of times when we have pain of any kind, it's due to some form of inflammation in our body. And oxidative stress is one sign of aging in our body, and it's also a step towards those chronic diseases. So we obviously want to stop the oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is those free radicals, and so it's getting the antioxidants in and doing all the other good things, but intermittent fasting has also shown to to help benefit this area as well. So by reducing those free radicals and that oxidative stress on our cells, we're also decreasing our risk for things like cancer, which is huge. Um, allowing that time period of fasting helps our cells. And when we're helping our cells, we all know that cancer starts as the overgrowth of certain cells. So by doing that and allowing that to protect itself and to grow the way it needs to grow and reduce the number of quote-unquote bad cells, um, there's some studies done on this in in animals, but not quite done on humans. But when you look at the science behind it, it just makes it makes sense. Another thing they're showing is it's really good for our brain function. Um, when we do intermittent fasting, it has important benefits. For, the, for our brain health. So it actually helps to increase the growth of new neurons and protects the brain from damage. And if we're eating healthy, in addition to that, not the no fat, low fat, we're getting the good fats in there that we need for our brain to properly process everything. So intermittent fasting is not as scary as some people may think it is and there's tons of research out there that you can check out and dig into deeper. I just wanted to mention a few things that I thought, you know, were beneficial. But you pretty much can if you're eating a healthy diet already, you are one step ahead. If you're not currently eating a healthy diet, you might want to start by reducing one thing every month. So if maybe you still are drinking pop, that would be a good thing to take out your first month. Like start for 30 days, I'm not going to drink pop. If you can do it for those 30 days and take that, that, you know, not so great habit out of your diet, it makes it easier than cold turkey cutting, you know, eight things out of your diet. But one thing every month, taking it out of your diet, and moving on to the next thing. So cleaning up your diet during your fasting or do, while doing the intermittent fasting is going to be hugely beneficial. Start your intermittent fasting at maybe 12 hours. So you're fasting for 12 hours. And when you're doing this, realize that you're most of the time going to be sleeping. And you can decide that you want to eat up until you go to bed. And then you're not going to start eating again until noon the next day. Like you're going to eat until nine o'clock at night and you're not going to eat until one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, For me, that doesn't work really well because I have kids and I have things to think about and I have to be cooking food. And so that kind of adds in some additional problems, but figure out what period of time is going to work the best for you in your life situation. And choose to eat for those eight hours and choose to fast for the others. Now, when you're fasting, you don't have to, you can't eat anything, but you can still drink. You can still have water. Um, You can put some essential oils in the water that's gonna help at a cellular, cellular level as well. So using things like lemon, which is going to help with your, Immune system, and it's going to help um, just having lemon in the morning, lemon water in the morning is good, and it's not going to affect your blood sugars. So, that's one thing with fasting, whatever you do have, it needs to not affect your blood sugar. So, a couple of other drinks that you're able to have are things like tea and coffee, but you can't be using creamers and you can't um, be adding sugar to them. You can have things like stevia. But you just don't want to be having things like cream or sugars that are going to affect your blood sugar level or make them spike. So some of the things that I like to do is I'll get up, and I always used to love to have a cup of coffee. But for me, having coffee without cream, I could care less if it's sweet, but I like to have my cream. So I don't have coffee when I get up in the morning anymore. Um, The few times I have, I've just added a few drops of stevia. I can drink it but it's not my favorite. But what I do instead is I just drink a big glass of lemon water with, you know, one or two drops of essential oil in it. I drink that because I know it's good for my body to begin the day like that. And then I have been drinking things like Ula teas. They're all organic. I really, really like them. Um, I've, never been a tea drinker, but they have actually made me like tea. (laughs) Not made me, but have shown me that there are really good tasting teas out there. So I don't mind having the Ula teas or a few other teas either hot or iced. I've tried them both ways. You can drink them however you prefer. With that, I've also added essential oils to it and I will add a few drops of stevia to sweeten it up. Another thing I really like to do is apple cider vinegar. And a lot of people are like, seriously? But what I like about apple cider vinegar is I have um, checked out a few different things. There's a Good Girl Moonshine made by um, Trim Healthy Mamas. And I have drank that for a while now. And I don't add a ton of apple cider vinegar, but I'll put a couple of, a tablespoon, sometimes two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar into a glass of ice. And then I will add sometimes ginger, um, just ground ginger. You could do fresh if you have fresh. And then I'll put a couple drops of essential oil and I'll add a couple of drops, you know, three or four drops of the liquid stevia, because that's what I prefer. Um, I like the organic liquid stevia better, but just because I can measure it and I know how much sweetness I like, I don't like a lot. And then I add carbonated water or I'll add plain water. I do like to have the little bit of bubbly. It makes me feel fancy and it curbs that desire to want to eat, which I really do and I've really learned is more of a social thing than it is anything, Um, which is the same thing almost with the coffee. I do love coffee, but for me, it's been more of a social thing. I just like to have that cup of coffee and sit down and, you know, have conversation around a cup of coffee. But I learned to do that with tea as well and um, having my apple cider vinegar or a version of Good Girl Moonshine in a way. But those are all just different things that you can have and drink. And then once you add the cream or anything like that to your coffee, you have broken your fast, which is fine. But just know that you only have so many hours then to eat And I always like to make sure to have something, you know, at the end of my fast because it's going to be, you know, 16 hours again before I eat. And it has worked really well. I have lost quite a bit of weight in the last four months since I started this. And it was with the intent of losing weight, but I'm also feeling better. And I feel like I have a little bit more energy. And I just, it's been an easy adoption to my daily life i i don't feel like i'm depriving myself of anything and it's something that i can do easily and like i said you can always stretch those times or make things work if there's a season of life where or just you know you're going out to dinner with friends and that that time frame happens to be after your fasting time you can make it work still so anyway that is um my two cents on intermittent fasting and why I feel that a lot of people would find it beneficial to their health and be beneficial to their lifestyle. And it's it's very doable. So as always, I want to thank you for listening. This is podcast number 26, Intermittent Fasting with Simple Blessings and Oils. You can find the show notes at www com. As always, be grateful and have faith, and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.